0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Women in TA podcast. I'm your host, Amy Warren, the VP of Marketing and co founder of JobSync. And this is where, in 15 minutes with your cup of coffee, you can learn about other women's TA journey to help inform your own. Thanks for joining today. So, today I have with me Deborah Yarnell. Uh, Deborah, thank you for joining today.
1: Thank you for having me, Amy. You're
0: welcome. So first, before we go into where you're starting your journey, tell me a little bit about your role today at HBO Warner Media.
1: Yeah, so I am currently the sourcing strategy and infrastructure manager for Warner Media, which is just really fancy for can you put sourcing teams together across the globe. Um, and make us really efficient. Um, so I had joined the organization in January of last year when we were uh, creating a sourcing team that was going to be focusing on uh, launching HBO Max. Um, so we went through uh, the first few months and we launched in May. And then um, you know we went on a little bit of a pause because HBO Max was live and uh, COVID was here. Uh, So they're like, let's go ahead and move you over to non-tech so we can have you go ahead and create what you just did for tech on the non-tech side. So I created the non-tech sourcing team. um, And now here we are. And you're just like, okay, now that you've created these teams, we're going to have you create the Latin American team for sourcing, the EMEA team for sourcing, and then eventually the APAC team for sourcing. So my role has definitely uh, blossomed, so to speak. Um, because I am very involved with you know, just sourcing in general across the globe.
0: Tell me a little bit about you know, where you started out in, in your career and kind of like how you got to where you are today with Warner Media.
1: Yeah, so interesting. I went to school uh, in college and uh, was a psychology major. And I thought at that time that I was going to go into special ed. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was a special ed teacher for uh, one of our college uh, programs. And then from there, I decided to become a resident specialist. I was working with folks with disabilities at uh, group homes um, that led into a position as a job coach. And what a job coach did uh, was find positions for people with disabilities, um, as well as training them on that job. So I was basically a recruiter. Uh, for people with disabilities at uh, oh, wow. the very, very beginning. And, um, you know, at that point, uh, you know, had gained some experience and decided to, you know, leave special ed and the field of disabilities and, you know, focus on, uh, you know, more corporate type of roles. So I became a headhunter uh, at an agency and it was uh, help desk support, believe it or not. So, <laughs> a long, long time ago. And, and, you know, nobody actually goes to school for recruiting. So you kind of develop. <laughs> that path into recruitment. Um, but from all different types of positions.
0: Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about maybe a, a pivotal moment or a crossroads moment that you had found yourself in your career.
1: Yeah. I think for me, that was when I left Prudential, um, because to have my first child actually, um, and you know, leaving a full life cycle opportunity, you know, to become a stay-at-home mom, um, you know, it was at that time it was important for me. But I also noticed that, you know, Prudential had always decided to kind of pull me back in uh, for my sourcing skills. And, and sourcing was like really new at the very beginning, um, but they knew that I could sell opportunities. And so, you know, I had, you know, two more kids after my first, but always had this, you know, opportunity to go ahead and source really for, you know, companies uh, while, you know, being a stay at home mom. So it was interesting because, you know, even though sourcing was new at the time, it was just something that actually worked for me, uh, you know, being a stay at home mom and being able to support companies for those difficult to fill positions. So, it was, it was interesting because I think that was really pivotal for me where I knew at that time, sourcing was really where my heart and passion was. And, you know, I started to see the development of this particular type of part of recruitment process as becoming a standalone entity within organizations. And so, you know, from just having these kind of like, like gigs to becoming a full you know full uh, term sourcer and then moving into management roles i think that that was a very pivotal you know part of my life and and not knowing that something that i was just part of a process becomes like a main entity of an entire ta recruitment pro- uh, workflow
0: thank you for sharing that That's, you know it's it's really interesting how um, what was going on in your life also sort of met a moment that you were able to recognize and transform it into something that really worked for you move yourself right into because it, it sounds like and um, listening to you that as your caretaking roles at home. Started to change and evolve. Mm-hmm. The sourcing role was changing and evolving at the same time. So it almost Back. sounded like in a parallel way, you know, as you had more time to focus on work or time that you wanted to focus on work, it was also the right moment um, that things were ramping up to take on more. And that role itself was now becoming much more of a full time, very structured, needed role.
1: Right. And and that was the uh the luxury of being a sorcerer too. It's not, it, it's not a nine to five job. You know, it is truly a time where you can find time to, you know, to have conversations with candidates. So, you know, it was nice to be able to say, all right, well, my son's going to be down for a nap, you know, during these two hours and it's pretty consistent. So I'm going to schedule my, you know, phone screens around that nap time. And then when I, you know, when the other kids started coming along, you know, you just scheduled it around, you know, nap times, so it, it, it just, it worked perfectly. Um, but yeah, it's been, um, you know, it's, it's been great be, and as well, because it gave me the, um, the set to be able to work from home, even during COVID times, which is really funny yeah. because, <laughs> you know, when I first joined here and we all went on lockdown, you know, uh, I remember specifically the folks over at HBO Max were looking for like tips and tricks, you know. And I'm just like, oh, I could write on this I'm like, I can tell you, you know, what I've done, you know, with working from home with an infant or a toddler or an elementary school student, because I've been doing it for 16 years before coming here. This was my first let's go to the office position in a very, very long time. So um, you know, being able to work from home you know, taking care of kids, you know, working a schedule around them really had some major advantages, you know, during COVID times too. Yeah. And I'm
0: sure so many of our listeners can appreciate that. I mean, right now, the time that I scheduled this moment with you is while my two year old is napping.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's great.
0: So I I I completely get it. And I'm sure that there's, there's a lot of other ladies that are laughing right now too, because um, <laughs> you know, you learn to not be the center of the world and center everything else around others. And and it always works somehow, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and and you know, you can just you can just figure it out.
1: Yeah, so. my, my biggest my biggest tip to moms that, who are working from home, always have a jar of dum dum lollipops. On your desk, because if your child comes over to you with a scrape or a bruise and they're crying, you stick one in their mouth. They go away and they're happy. (laughs) That's funny. Mine's a chocolate chip granola bar. (laughs) That's great.
0: Oh, that's too funny. So now you know, back to like the TA world and the direction that TA is going in. What Kind of keeps you up at night, as it relates to TA. You know, there's so much going on right now, and uh, as we're kind of getting the point of coming out of COVID, is it something COVID-related? Is it something, you know, industry-related in general?
1: Yeah, I think what keeps me up at night right now is just the rapid expansion of sourcing at organizations that don't have sourcing. As a standalone function, so right now because I am in build mode, um, it is a little overwhelming at times. Just because you know, um, it it, every time that you think it's going to be like, oh, it's done, like I am done building, it's like something else shows up, and you're like, all right, got to do this again in, say, Latin America. Oh, wait, I'm gonna, that's done. Okay, oh wait, I got to do that again in Amia, and then. At the same time, you know, as you're building, you know, some things, sometimes what happens is, you know, in certain countries or certain divisions, they, you know, something goes awry where, you know, internally, uh, maybe recruiters are like, well, you know, I'm I'm not sure if I want to work with sourcing this way. So I'm going to work with sourcing this way that I like, Mm -hmm. and then because that person's, you know, nine to five is in front of that recruiter. They kind of deviate from process, and that's what keeps me up at night because then you have all these different processes that I didn't build, and you know it's it just becomes chaotic, you know, because then you can't track, you know, effectiveness. What should you be tracking? Um, you know, all of the trainings that relate to around all of the technologies that we use. You know, that changes so. I think you know if we can the consistency of sourcing is of paramount importance to myself. So what keeps me up at night is inconsistent processes across the globe. You know, it, sourcing is still new. You know, and if if you're building out a function like that at an organization where you know they've never had that kind of you know enhanced talent acquisition you know person, um, you know it could be daunting for a recruiter that, you know, starts to think like, well, I don't understand like why this person's doing part of my job when I could be doing this job, you know? So you don't want a recruiter to feel like, you know, that their, their current work is being threatened by a sorcerer. So, you know, I try to allay those feelings as saying, you know, like, listen, your sorcerer is, is a partnership with with you, you know, Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to you know source actively source on every single position that's what this person's going to do so it frees you up as the recruiter to handle those you know client management situations you know and and uh, you know making sure that your candidates are prepped when they go into their hiring manager you know um interviews you know so, so you know look at sourcing as a partnership not as something you know or an entity that's going to take away from something yeah but to enhance an existing process. And, and give you time to
0: actually do what yeah. you do best, yeah. which is recruiting, right? Absolutely. So here's my my last question. If you could sit down with your younger self and have lunch with her, what advice would you give her? Ooh, what advice
1: <laughs> would I give to my younger self? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard because there's not, I don't think that I could have, planned, you know, my existence here, like, and where I am today, it, it all just sort of came together. So I think it's just, you know, maybe, you know, keep an open mind, good things are coming. Um, you know, be flexible, be agile, stay abreast of what's happening in marketing, because uh, what you're going to be doing in sourcing is a lot of, you know, market engagement with candidates. Um you no, I, I don't know if there's anything more than what I can, you know, tell my younger self, you'll get through it <laughs> and, and enjoy when, and enjoy when the kids are small. Cause they grow up really, really fast.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, thank you for joining us today and, and sharing your story with everyone. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me, Amy. Today's
0: episode was sponsored by JobSync. JobSync creates a better apply experience for job seekers and recruiting experience for recruiters. To learn more, visit www.jobsync.io. Thank you for joining us this week and I look forward to seeing you next time.